Hi, welcome back to the I Am Certain That This Is A Podcast podcast. I'm your host, Mark Paul Freeman. Here again with Anna. Hello. And Dan Folgato. Hello. Except it's actually Daniel. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Every episode. As we learned last time. Yeah, we're going to trade off every time, I think. We will be discussing the second song on the album called I Am Certain That I'm Glad I Chose You. Which was the inspiration for the name of the podcast. I don't know if you could make that connection. I don't know. I don't know. But sure enough, this is the one. This is the song. (laughs) Um, So, Anna, tell us where this song just came from. How did the idea come about? You know, a lot of their songs have different ideas and content in them. But uh, this one stands out a little bit, as, as you'll hear but also in its just sort of lyrics, you know, where did you where did you write this and how did it come to be? Well, it's a love song I wrote for you. It's the first love, no, it's maybe not the first love song. I tried to write a love song for Mark for our wedding. Oh no. You don't have to say, oh no. I did try to write a love song for Mark for our wedding, but it didn't really pan out all that well. So <laughs> the backfired. That was it. So this is the 10 years into marriage, take two. Take, try again. <laughs> um, no, it's it's actually really hard to write a love song. I tend to write songs about um, heavy topics, faith, struggles, like um, the brokenness I see around me, suffering. That's the stuff that a lot of times, because I, I usually write songs to need to get out some sort of processing of w- the world around me. Um, love songs are very vulnerable. Because you're writing to somebody and I mean, Mark and I have been married for 10 years and it was still even a little hard to write one, Um, which is funny because I feel like a lot of people make their living writing love songs. So, oh yeah, um, it was just hard. It's always been hard for me. Um, But I, I, it did start with the line. I'm not sure of a lot of things. I'm certain that I'm glad I chose you is the, the first line that I wrote. Um, a lot has happened over, I mean, it's just, life is long. And I feel like the last five plus years for us, um, it's just been hard. It's been hard in our own family. It's been hard in our extended families. It's been hard with friends. It's been, you know, and a lot of things that I used to feel really sure about, I feel maybe less sure about. Um, but it was me kind of taking a step back and saying like, whew, Sometimes I feel like I dodged a bullet. Like, how did I end up with someone who is kind and loves me? And we really didn't know each other that well when we got married. We thought Mm -hmm. we did, but we got married in a, you know, the like Christian circles where if you're dating more than a year, you're like dating way too long kind of thing. And so we really didn't date for very long. um, And I still kind of feel like genuinely thankful, but also like, wow, how'd I luck out? Because I really didn't know. I wasn't any wiser than anybody else in that time. We were young, just like everybody else. And yeah. plenty of our friends was, have gotten divorced. I was and just say, statistically work. speaking, we could have been in a much different situation. Yeah. So, and then I just, I didn't really know what else to say. So the verses, I just started writing down like our story, just kind of... um yeah, chronologically. That's what it's about. Aw. 
Thanks. <laughs> Mark, what was it like for you listening to this song? I appreciate about the song that it has like a very catchy, fun groove to it, but also it is the verses that kind of speak about like the trajectory of, you know, they're just tiny little slices in our marriage, but um, there is some some things there that, you know, we can get into here and you kind of just summarized, but there they were more difficult. There were times where it was just, <laughs> not to use the, the wrong term, but like we were uncertain about outcomes, about kids and about how we were gonna, you know, get through those situations being very uncomfortable um, in certain like arguments or speaking just, or like you said, silence. Um, and so there is some depth there, but at the end of it, like the song is kind of, it, to me, it, it sounds like it's also about like thankfulness and kind of having this like, you use the word lucky, but it's like, there is a bit of that, like we just feel fortunate to have landed with someone who understands you enough and is willing to, um, is willing to like work through those hard times enough and to see, you know, you know, we, a phrase that we often throw around together is like trying to be on the same team. It, in the song, it says like, we didn't, or we didn't know. Yeah, how to we be didn't on the same know. Team. And so that's always been one of those things of like, we, whenever we find ourselves at odds, um, we kind of come back to that idea of like, how can we see this from a perspective of being on the same team and being like for each other? Um, so that's like, I'm, I'm happy you wrote it. <laughs> and everyone asks me like, what's it like having a song written about? And I'm just like, Oh, this is like such a weighty question. Like I, I feel like I need some sort of response, but uh, I mean, obviously I'm very thankful for the song itself and the fact that you wrote it. This girl came up to me after a show we played in Seattle and said, it was probably my favorite comment I've gotten about my songs, but she said, I noticed that uh, there's grief in every one of your songs. And I was like, oh, she was listening. Because it, it was a coffee shop show when you never tell if people are actually listening to like the words of your song. But we played this one. And if you listen to the lyrics... There's grief in this song, like um, the, especially if you listen in the verses and stuff. It does have, uh, like sonically speaking, it feels very peppy and um, like a toe tapper, you know, which I love that. I love that I didn't just write sad songs on the entire album, but there's still bits of it. If you, it's, That's why I like that it's, it's a 10 years of marriage love song. It's not a yeah. we're dating love song, yeah, which yeah. is different, mm -hmm. right? Because right? right. you've lived life together. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that this song, we mentioned in the last episode that Blessed was a very easy song to record. This might be the opposite song. I think this one was the hardest, if not one of the hardest, um, because we, we went all out of our comfort zones yeah. um, stylistically. Definitely like uncharted territory, like 
having some ideas of, oh, this would be cool to try to aim for, but we have no idea how to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And it was like, this was kind of like my brainchild. I felt like I had this idea of what I wanted it to do, but I really didn't want to sound, I wanted it to have some soul to it, but I didn't want it to be that like vanilla, like terrible, you know. And I know I don't have the most soulful voice, so it's like, okay, how can you still try to like celebrate like I listen to a ton of soul music but um do it in a way that still feels authentic to like what we can do as musicians yeah. um and it it was it was a struggle I actually think it was like the two pieces that brought it together the most were probably um once Rachel came and did her background vocals she added a lot a lot to it and then when Bessie did the horns it yeah. kind of like totally transformed everything um, so it was definitely a fun one, but it didn't come easy, I wouldn't say. Yeah. And this was one of the songs that, um, you know, we had some loftier ideas of trying to record more live or like multi-part things live. Um, there were numerous limitations and problems that we ran into with that, but I think at least like the drums and bass were live on this together. Um, And you were playing along, but like that wasn't recorded. The pianos were done separate. But um, I do remember that being helpful for just sort of like getting across that feeling of like the rhythm section at least. Um, And then we built off of that. And even that, like I remember starting off too complicated Mm. and we like simplified it down more and more. And then layers were added on top um, afterward, which I think was helpful. There was more space for those those things you just mentioned, like mm-hmm. the background vocals, the horns. Yeah, I'm not sure where the... How did you... Like, what was the idea for where, where you wanted this to go? What, were you... Did you have a reference that you were shooting for? Olivia Dean. <laughs> it kept coming back to Olivia oh, yeah, Dean. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Um, cause she has horn stuff as well. And just like the, this kind of feeling of, of her yeah. songs, it's like, it's swaggy, but it's really laid back and subtle. And I like that. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of where I first, it's not just solely her, she but she's so good though. She is great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we even went so far to like discuss whether or not this song should be a standalone single or on the album because it is so different Mm -hmm. and like anybody who, and this was the first one that we released from the album and it was like, Whoa, this is not, this sounds very different. Yeah. Some of our close friends were like, I was not expecting this. Yeah, And I don't know. I, I just think it's, it's fun when you write stuff. Sometimes you need, um, it's, it's fun to also get a break from, from the weight and the heaviness. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this album, it's not like, it's like, heavy, 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 but there's a lot of songs that are a little bit darker or more, more somber. And I like having this one on it and I like where it fits in kind of the flow of the album. Yeah. That's cool. So I had a lot of fun working on this one. Just, I think between all the parts coming together, I think sometimes it's like, sometimes you do want songs that just kind of like come really, really naturally. And then it's okay for others to feel like you got to fight for a little bit more. And this one definitely felt like, I mean, I remember even just the simple, 
chromatic walk down thing in the was it the the down course after the like yep. instrumental bridge section even just like having to fight for that one because we kept trying to figure out how to make it work where it wouldn't sound terrible <laughs> <laughs> and we did we got it there and i think it was really really cool to get i don't know i just i like that there's one song on the record that just has its own kind of life to it mm-hmm. and then yeah it does else, you know kind of follows that and yeah. hey, maybe, maybe my sophomore album will have more, more of these. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we have a music video of this song too, which is kind of fun. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that was a fun little tangent yeah. of our artistic uh, output for this thing. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I think it's worth stating because a lot of like this music thing, it has my name on it. It's my songs that I write, but. Mark and I do so much of this together. And even with like making videos, Mark's the one who films them all. Um, And we had our 10 year anniversary this past summer. So we went on a little trip up and down the coast of Maine, which Meg, Dan's wife. Thank you, Megan. Yes, Megan, Meg. They still, they both have two names. It's not our fault. It's a problem. (laughs) We need to get to the bottom of this later. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, it's we intentional. Sh- we shot the video in Maine, and it was very silly and fun and lighthearted and very. It, honestly, if we're talking about like um, wanting to have songs that feel very honestly you, in life, Mark and I are very um, light and sarcastic, silly people, and I write music to process the dark things, but that doesn't mean as like a human that's all that there is to me. She and can so still I think quote most of Dumb and Dumber and things like whoa that. i did not know this about you i mean it was like my dad's favorite movie my whole childhood was dumb and dumb that's incredible <laughs> really that's incredible is that incredible would you call it incredible i mean that's a skill <laughs> the fact that you can quote most of it that's, no that's i can't funny. quote most of it i just mean yes there's a good amount of dumb and dumber <laughs> quotes. yeah um but so it's anyways. true but it's true the video and that process i mean we rarely vacation because it's just been like so, I mean, I guess you have like really young kids, preschool age. COVID. Then you have COVID, seriously. Um, and so, yeah, we just don't do a lot of trips in general, but also specifically alone. So it was fun to get away for a whole week and just have the ability to kind of like wander and enjoy scenery and go travel and stuff. And yeah, one of Anna's goals for that trip was we should shoot a music video for this song. And so we just like pulled out a camera wherever we went and we're being kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it was mostly me just trying and to make Mark laugh. So yeah, yeah. It, I think that co- it does come across and it was like a fun thing to um, like do together and not think too hard about. Um, and so that was, yeah, it, it matches as well as we could do with zero budget. Mm-hmm. It matches the feeling of the song, I think. Talk a little bit about the contrast between the grief of the song and also the joy of the song. It sounds like that's, to me, this one kind of encapsulates more of like, it's a bit of a like bear hug to your life kind of thing. So just talk a little bit about that. You mean like the stories and the verses? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like little, there's little snippets that kind of give you a window into, I just chose like a couple things that Mark and I had to walk through. Um, one of those being infertility, um, which I talk about in a couple of my other songs. It was it was a small season in our life, 
but it was it was hard and it was probably the hardest season of our marriage was that was that time um and so there's like the line that says or i think it's in the next verse it says little by little we learned how to talk to listen and wait to speak all our thoughts and those two are like um we learned how to talk is mark and we listened to and we waited to speak all our thoughts as me because naturally uh mark tends to not speak his emotions as much i say way too many things and so it's not that we now have this great equilibrium figured out but i would say a little bit <laughs> mark is a little bit more free and more honest with his thoughts and i am a little bit better at listening <laughs> and hopefully in 10 more years we'll be Two steps farther down yes, that path. Exactly. So it's just kind of like trying to talk about those parts of marriage that, yeah. Hopefully over time you can get a, a tiny bit better. <laughs> yeah. 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 What made you want to do it on the happier side of the, the music? Um, well, the interesting thing is it, like, I think we were mentioning this before we started recording. When we play this live, we naturally play it slower and it sounds sad. The chords are not that happy. If you listen to them, the um, melody is not even that happy. It's the speed at which it's played with all the horns and everything is what brings it life. When I play it on piano, it still sounds like a sad song. Yeah. So I think I kind of like that it can go both ways um, because it is a celebration. Like the the fact that we're 10 years into marriage and I feel a lot firmer and uh in my choosing of mark as he does of me like that is definitely something to celebrate yeah, if totally. anything these past few years have taught us is like um you can't expect your marriage to be just on a straight shot uh, like towards happiness it takes a lot of work and and perpetual work and um so i think it's like always good kind of like what mark was saying to take stock and to stop and to reflect and say like we're going to be thankful right now we're going to look back on these it this song came naturally with our 10 year anniversary so like i it was me reflecting on that amount of time of marriage so yeah 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 but it is i mean yeah now that you say the why you know how did the happy feeling come about i do remember i have no idea how you came up with like this rhythm and melody combo like it's definitely the most like complicated vocal rhythm that you've ever done it's very hard to sing it's like weirdly like on all these like triplety offbeat kind of things and like you never write stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> um so that was just interesting to hear that that's kind of the direction that it took mm -hmm. um yeah that hey. doesn't that doesn't provide any answer to the question, but you can't pin me I, it down, was something I says. noticed. Yo. <laughs> can't pin me down. Oh man, she can do it all. <laughs> no, I mean I did write it slower. I wrote the song slower. I wrote it with a different chord progression that was super cheesy. And then I I changed the chords to what they are. And then I heard that more like soulful feel and the drum beat behind it is where it like came to mind. And then it started taking shape. I can write an upbeat song, everyone. One. One upbeat song. One every 20 songs. Yeah, <laughs> pretty there much. You go. <laughs> well, I think that's good for this one. Yeah. Uh, next time we will be discussing track three called Change. 
and we will have Rachel on, who is featured vocally on the song. Rachel Teixeira, she's the best. Yeah, so she'll be with us next episode. And now here's the song in its entirety, I Am Certain That I'm Glad I Chose You. Certain that 